Welcome to the Truthzilla podcast. I am Megan speaking with Scott and Ed. We are very, very excited to introduce our guest today. He is the author of the classic Encyclopedia of Truth entitled The Octopus of Global Control. We are excited to talk about his new book, The Controlled Demolition of the American Empire, which he co-authored with Jeff Berwick, The Dollar Vigilante. He is also host of the groundbreaking podcast, Macro Aggressions, which everyone listening should go check out if you haven't already. Charlie Robinson, welcome to the show. Hi, Charlie. Hi, guys. How are you? Ooh, that introduction was so, made me sound so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> so good to see you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, Thanks for having me. I'm so glad we're now we get to chat like individually instead of being on the union of the unwanted uh, all the time, which has been has turned into uh, it's kind of taken on a life of its own, hasn't yeah. it? It's yeah. sure yeah. has. Funky. It really has. Came out man. Of like, you know, we've getting we get a lot of good feedback about it. Like everyone seems like like that's like yeah. the future. You know, this seems like the the not only the future of like our community, but just like the future of just uh, gosh, like like just based on the last episode too. Like really, it seems like groundbreaking stuff you know sam was saying like this is historic i mean it really is like this is like like we're we're at this pivotal punk juncture in in history almost it's like where do we go from here it's like do we yeah. and if we if we don't do anything then we're just subject to <laughs> um just annihilation at this yeah. point like and i don't know yeah yeah, and it's but we feel. I mean, it, we're doing it out of a sense of duty, yeah. guilt, you know, boredom. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to connect with those people. It's so funny because it came out of a, out of a harmless. You know, we uh, we had a did a four person podcast with me and Midnight Mike and Sam Tripoli and Ricky Verandas from the Ripple Effect, and just the four of us were were doing this show, and I don't even know what we were talking about. Just some something stupid, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> And, and we were talking, actually, we were talking about at that particular time about censorship. Mm -hmm. And, and Mike said, we're like the union of the unwanted. And, and we we're all like, oh, that'd be a rad name if we were in a band, you know? And then, and then it just kind of was like, well, what if we did this, this group thing, but we invited like all of our friends on mm -hmm. and turned it into like this, uh, truth, whatever you want to call it, truth community, yeah. um, like meet up twice a month where everybody kind of comes together and throws their crazy ideas out or what they've been hearing or things that they're into or 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 we find some guy that's like kind of an expert in this field like as you were talking about the last episode was great because we had just decided it was going to be about uh breaking free from these established yeah. uh technocratic platforms like yeah like YouTube, uh, and getting into something else. So we had the CEO of library on, we had the co-founder of float. We had the head of, uh, the CEO of content safe, mm -hmm. and we had the d director of product from Rockfin, yeah. Yeah. and got everybody in then with you guys and Gramerica and a bunch of other people yeah. to have that conversation about, all right, you guys need content creators for what you're doing with your platform. We are content creators. What do you need from us? This is yeah. what we need from you. Uh, and and can you guys all work together with each other too? Instead of being, uh, we understand your competitors, but is there a way that this benefits you all if you all kind of work together? And the, their agreement was like, yeah, let's connect after the show. Yeah. We need to talk. And so that is what was really transformative about this that's when we're, we're kind of like all right this is a bigger this is sort of this, the the implications of something like this are huge where yeah. if we can serve as like a little meeting place 
for a couple different types of people to get together and interact with each other and put their heads together and figure out some solutions to these really obvious problems that we have, like really major problems. Like I'm, I'm totally down for that, you know, and that, and, and we didn't really intend for it to, to, to be necessarily that, but that is sort of what it has evolved into because we have like you guys on and we have everyone and we get everybody's opinion. And then it would, we just sort of decided let's make this, you know, more about solutions instead yeah, of just complaining thing. about it, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. that's, that's yeah. really where I'm at too, man. It's just like, you know, we spend all this time talking about, you know, lizard people, hollow earth, you know, it's like so much like this, it like, you know what I mean? Like, but, but like, what's the solution? Like, like, what is the solution now? And like, so one of the things I was, I was trying to like get in on the, on the union, but like uh, kind of more after the fact, I was kind of thinking about it too. It's just like, you know, uh, Jason Burmis was talking a lot about like like we need to get together and like take action at this point, right? And I'm 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 re really of that mindset. And it's like, yeah. but the hardest part is like how do we coordinate? Like the hardest part is the organization part of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we are basically relegated to these platforms. And I've tried several different attempts, like on Facebook, to create like Facebook groups. Like I made one like let's storm the Google headquarters. They yeah. can't stop us all. Like the Area 51. Right. And, like, right. Right didn't go anywhere you know obviously they're gonna get shadow banned like that sort of thing and then right. there was another one i tried to create where it's like shopping in mat and stores without masks right i figured if we could get i loved i loved that yeah. idea by yeah. the way yeah i thought that was a really 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 smart idea yeah because it takes it back to that groupon concept yeah. of if you get enough people together in one critical mass yeah. you can ask for a discount or you can ask for some sort of concession and the concession might be there's a hundred of us we're going to go shopping for groceries today mm -hmm. in your store or maybe we're not what's your policy on the mask <sighs> yeah that's genius to me yeah. yeah and so it's like solutions like that but still again you know couldn't get any traction i imagine it's something to do with them like making sure that other people don't have access to that group or see that group, you know, anyway. Well, well what's interesting is that, sorry to interrupt no, you, but like, just be like, uh, I should be getting notifications about anything that happens in that group. And we talked about it right from the start and me being involved with the group right from the start, I never get notifications yeah. of yeah. anything happening, right. um, other people's posts, even Scott's posts. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely just being, it's been so taken down and so hidden from everyone. And, and it was such a huge, um, I feel like everybody in our circles mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, our local circles were really like on board with the idea, but then it just kind of like pittered out, you know what yeah. I mean? And like when I go back and look at people kind of posting things, well, I didn't see that. That yeah. didn't come across yeah. my feed. I wasn't notified. I had no idea, you yeah. know, so it's, it's that is a big problem. So, yeah, I mean, it almost seems though that like we have to, the, the idea of, you know, we went up to the Freedom Cells meet up, meet up this last weekend mm -hmm. and it's Hold physically on. being there with people, I think is, uh, well, that was then that's I have part my macroaggressions YouTube channel, and I clearly oh. didn't do that. Yeah. Charlie, we kind of lost you there for a sec, man. Can you see us? Yeah, I saw. I, okay, I saw that. Yeah. It, it said that connection was lost, but oh, now. No. Okay, so um, now we're back. Yeah, whatever. Go ahead and go. Go ahead and go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I, uh, I was just rambling about something st stupid, but uh, but I I am glad that that we can have these. Um, conversations these group podcasts uh, yeah. and 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 make these introductions and you know i've met so many interesting people from yeah. from from that my book my new book came mm -hmm. out of a a podcast i was doing with jeff berwick to promote my old book mm -hmm. and we we were talking uh after the interview was done um and he was like you know it's all coming down 
it's all coming down, man. And I was like, what? what? And he's like, you know, the <laughs> banking system, the fucking government, the, it's a house of cards. And I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course it's got major problems. And so we start, we had this conversation because just, I, you know, just coincidentally, because we were, I was doing a podcast that just to promote my, my book. And from that, he says, we should do, we should write a book together. And I said, okay, let's do it. So that, that was where the idea for the book came. That was the summer of 2018. Yeah. And I started writing it right away. And, um, and I, I thought we were going to have it out this, uh, I thought we were going to have it out hopefully in time for this last Anarchapulco, which mm -hmm. is, uh, February of 2020. And, and Jeff is the founder of Anarchapulco. So I was like, it'll be perfect. We'll release it at Anarchapulco. But Jeff was was not done with it. He was like, no, I want to do more. So anyway, that that date came and went. And I was like, damn, I want it early. Thought that's when we should have put it out. And then the Corona situation happens. Yep. And, and we were and Jeff oh, is shit. like, <laughs> he's like, slam on the brakes, yeah. man. Let's see where this thing goes. Cause I've got a feeling this is going to be a major yeah. component of some of this. So we did that. And so for five months, we didn't, um, we didn't write anything. We just waited for it to play out. And then he said, I've seen enough. And I said, I've seen enough too. And yeah. we started, we started in and then we infused that throughout the whole book, released it on the Friday, right before the elections mm -hmm. and on election day on that Tuesday election day, it was a number one bestseller. So here I was so frustrated yes. that I had missed out. I thought I'd missed yeah. the perfect t launching of it at a Narcopulco. And it turned out that when we put it out the last week of October, um, people could envision a controlled demolition of the American empire. They, cause they're, they're like, I'm living in it yeah. right now. So th this is, uh, yeah, I can, I can relate to the, but whereas in February it would have been pre coronavirus and you show them <laughs> the picture of the cover with the building coming down wrapped in the American flag and people would be like, eh, maybe, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but but you do it the last week in, in October, everyone's like, oh, oh, yeah, uh-huh, this is totally happening. So so it turned out in the end that um, th that we kind of lucked out with the timing because it 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 we, we were able to 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 put in one of the most relevant events, you know, uh, of our yeah. lifetime, this coronavirus situation. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> that's a whole show in and of itself, Absolutely. but, but, you know, living through that and, uh, um, being able to write about it in a really fresh way, like as it was happening and then put that book out, uh, with everything else we had written about everything else that was detailing this demolition and 254 footnotes to back up our points yeah. and things like that. So, so I was like, you know, when I started talking to Jeff about it, about it, I said, um, you, here's the thing. We can't be, you know, winging it. We can't be like making shit up or exaggerating. You know what I mean? Because people are going to be taking this seriously and they're going to be looking to poke holes in it because of your reputation as being, you know, Mr. Dollar Vigilante guy who's sort of like a freewheeling, you know, like shit talking, you know, outgoing extrovert entrepreneur, fuck the government type of guy. Yeah. There are going to be a lot of people looking to poke holes holes in anything that you're writing. So we have to have our shit buttoned yeah. right up, yeah. you know? So 
with that being said, I, we backed everything. I mean, when I when we write about Oregon woman uh, getting arrested for collecting rainwater on her own property, yeah. that sounds insane, of course, until you go look at the footnote and realize that it actually did happen. And of course, I'm sure you guys know about yeah. that. So, yeah. so, so, you know, I didn't want to give anyone any room to sort of uh, criticize the factual point. They can criticize our summaries and things like that. And, that, and we're fine with that. But as far as like the factual points that we were Damn. bringing, um, I just, we just wanted to make sure to document everything. So, uh, so, you know, that we're covered because we talk about some really controversial things and say some, you know, make some extraordinary statements. But unfortunately, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about is absolutely true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's so, and it sounds like lies because it's so crazy, yeah. right. <laughs> you know, Not to us. So you have to like extra back it up because you know, like as you're typing it, this sounds like fucking, this sounds insane, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, and then you, but it's, it's a real thing. And so, if we're just living in such a weird time right now that uh, everything seems everything seems simultaneously insane and totally possible as yep. at the same yep. time because yep. of 2020 yeah, <laughs> it's this unreality so mm -hmm. and my question would be so how much did the book change as the coronavirus started unfolding uh, did did you go back and rework a bunch of it or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. in fact what was what was what was kind of interesting about it to, to me. I mean, it didn't, nobody, nobody, in the end, nobody knew this except, except me, me and Jeff, um, was that some of the stuff that I had written, cause I started writing it in the summer of 2018 and had to rewrite a, a huge chunk of it in the summer of 2020. So you're talking about two years, yeah. some of the stuff that I had written in there, I was having to change the verb tense from, <laughs> I, where I wrote it, I wrote it how it was going to happen sure. in the future. By the time I was going back through the the, the final pass, I had to change it for put it in the past tense because it had already happened. Wow. So we we knew we were onto things. We knew we were right over the target. And my fear was that we were going to get it out too late. You know that yeah. things yeah. were going to come down and it, we were going to be too late with it. But um, yeah, the Corona situation, you know, it just sort of. Um, Oh, and we were able to add two things, the Corona virus and the World Economic Forum. Yeah. So that's what that, I was going to ask about. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that played a big role in that because they sort of stepped out on, onto the center stage and exposed themselves for who is at least the outward publicly uh, face of this uh, operation. And I mean, it's not to say that there are people behind them. There certainly are, but this is the this is the public relations arm of this uh, planet planet wide takeover that they have planned for us. And 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 the the thing about the book was that the people that like, well, what why a, the controlled demolition of the American empire? Why does that have to happen? And the answer is because these globalist maniacs need there to there there cannot be a superpower in their way standing in their way they had they took out the soviet union in 91 and then three decades later they've got uh, america uh, in the crosshairs to take it out as well so that it won't stand in their way so it's a yeah. it's a so that and that sounds insane the very first time you hear that it sounds totally bonkers until you 
you start reading about the World Economic Forum and who they are and what they have planned. And you start to realize, hang on a second, these people are, are, are talking about this in a, in a really salesman-like way, like this, this new great reset and everything. But how are they planning to make these these massive changes like we didn't ask for any of this and so anyway we were able to put that in the book in a way that was uh that sort of gave people you know an idea of of who who these who these people are where they're you know where they are coming from and what they want and and what where it really is sort of important is that now people are like the average person is hearing about the world economic forum which is great because yeah, yeah. the the more the average person wakes up, the the harder it will be for them to sort of, you know, put this plan together against us. But uh, so I'm I'm grateful in that sense. But when um, it, but the Corona situation gave us a chance to, uh, you know, to add what has turned out to be the most relevant story uh, to to sort of fill in the gaps on this uh, demolition that they have planned. Yeah. I've said, I've wanted to make uh, shirts for the world economic forum. It yeah. says you'll, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. You yeah. know, wear that around, let people know, put it in their face. You know, like I want to be like, right. a, like a NASA walking or billboards. Like a, yeah. Walking billboards. Yes. Uh, we got you know? shirts yeah. coming. Yeah, yep. certainly. Yeah. Yep. But um, one of the questions I've always had, and maybe it's in this book, I'm really early on in the book. So I'll just, I'll uh, preface with that. But, when we started looking at this and we, we really got into Agenda 21 and look at how it became Agenda 2030 and then yeah. the World Economic Forum and, uh, you know, the Great Reset, it's a separate thing, but it seems like it's kind of got to work in tandem. I know I've heard like James Corbett talk about it and it's almost like they're almost like competing. How do you see it? How do they reconcile? Are any of these people crossing over to the? To yeah. There's a lot of if you, it, it's like a Venn diagram yeah. with a lot of interlocking circles. You don't have to be on one team or the other. Sure. Uh, the World Economic Forum is um, is is an an NGO. It's a sure. non governmental organization, it, and it is uh, um, it was it came out of a different Klaus Schwab really took it and started running it in seventy mm one, -hmm. I think, or maybe it was seventy. But before that, the precursor to it was. Um, another group that was like that. And I forget exactly the name. It was like the EEC or something yeah. like along those lines. And the guy that ran that, um, came, uh, was Hitler's banker. Yeah. yeah. He, he was uh, the head of Deutsche Bank yep. uh, from 1939 to 1945. And after world war II, he then went on, started this conference, this, this, think tank group that was that later wound up becoming the world economic forum so when people are talking about how this it sounds like the fourth reich uh they're not really that far off because mm -hmm. klaus schwab is was is a german his father was an industrialist in nazi germany i'm not saying he was a nazi but he was he was he made it through the war and um so he had ties into uh powerful German industrialist families uh, growing up. And this has the, so the World Economic Forum is a, is a you know, is, is Klaus Schwab's group. It's when, it's Davos. When people hear of, mm -hmm. da, you know, the, the meeting in Davos, that's what it is. It's a, it's a large group of, of, you know, tech giants, billionaires, uh, governmental people, some governmental people, just the real top echelon of society. Uh, meets there 
I mean, not not the nicest people in the world, but right, the people yeah. that, are, exactly. that are considered to be like running the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Davos. Then you've got uh, the Agenda 21, Agenda 2030 component. That's the United Nations. Now, yeah. the United Nations was started by the Rockefeller family, and they are some of the worst people <laughs> on the planet. And the United Nations goal is a one world government. They are part of this driving force. So so you you will have overlap between the two. It's not they work very well together. They have members that are uh, from in both groups. So sure. th- this is this is not a competing faction uh, sure. so much as it is interlocking circles of of this globalist agenda in conjunction with Bilderberg, you know, yeah. uh, and, and you could throw that in there as the third circle here. So, um, yeah, these, these are these are think tanks that go take it a step further and then start to put things plans into place. Uh, like the World Economic Forum's uh, plan for society is uh, is horrifying. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is no, certainly dressed up in a fancy, you know, marketing uh, campaign, but it is communism rebranded yeah. as as uh, you know taking Social care right. of the planet. Yeah, you know, it sounds very progressive and helpful and green. <laughs> Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, for, for half it, it, for half of a split second until you take the first layer back, but there are still people who look me dead in my face and say that's not going to happen here. That that's not for here. That's not yeah. a thing. Oh, yeah. Or you know that's speculation. Yeah. I'm like I, I'm just trying to keep my brain inside of my school. Please don't speak anymore. <laughs> and why are the people creating the problem going to fix it? Right, us, right. You know? Why would we ever believe they have their, our best interests in mind, like at all? And it, it's it yep. blows my mind. I think that's the biggest fallacy in this whole thing is that all these people walking around with the masks and totally you know driving around with their masks on, they actually think that like these governments and these health officials have our best interests in mind, like. <laughs> yeah. If we can, like that, I mean, that it makes me stuck. crack up. They, it cracks me up. Oh, and they think that CNN is reporting the news and that they have our best interest yeah. in mind and they're trying to report accurate information. You know, that I see know. what public school did to us. Yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I go back and forth on this too because. On the one hand, I remember when I thought CNN was news and I thought that the government gave a shit and I thought that stuff and it changed, you know, it's somewhere along the line, it changed for me. And now it's so obvious that, you know, I I can't, I can't see anything but that when I look at government or when I look at CNN, I just see the lies. I just see them everywhere. But I have to remind myself that, not everybody is at that point in their journey if they're ever going to get to that yeah. point. I mean, you would like to think that they will, but you know, maybe maybe they figured out once they get in the box car and the door shuts behind them or you know, to yeah, be absolutely. resettled in the east. I don't know. That's I don't know, was, but we've picked it up sooner than most people. And to us, it's like when you see a magician's trick you can you can never unknow it. You know, the next yeah. time he goes to do it, you're like, I know he's got the bird up his sleeve and he's going to do this, and I'm going to look there, but I should look. Yeah. You see it right, and and you just want to like. I'm not religious at all, but I now understand the people that are religious and get very enthusiastic about their religion and want to go tell other people about it because it's like, Hey, it made me and my life feel so good. Um, I want to tell you about it. Cause I think it might do the same for you. Yeah. I kind of get that now because with this 
stuff. I want to like awaken people to it because I feel like if you just would take a look at some of the bullshit, then (laughs) they won't have a grasp on your mind anymore. You know, you're, you'll, once you see that CNN is, is just pathological in their line, that then it doesn't work on you. It breaks this spell, you know? And so I get it. Why people are like, come to my church. And like, I want to like, be like, come listen to my podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> like, like, just, please, because, because we're that. running out of time here. Yeah, like that, the that they're, they're not fucking around. Yeah. Right. They are built up this digital prison yeah. compose, you know, in conjunction with vaccines, whether we want it or not, unless we stop this. And like, I'm not trying to be an alarmist here at all, but like it's happening. It's, oh, it's, we're on the same page with you. That's what we we're all day, every day. And we're group messaging each other. Like, oh my God. It's, is it all coming down today? Today's the day. Oh my gosh. Look what's happening. Yeah, but every week we get something new rolled out. I mean, it, it is. It's, it's like a snowball though. You know, like, and we've been saying this, like since the, you know, the two week to flatten the curb crap, you know? Right. Um, and I mean, I think probably a lot of us, new like yeah. those of us that are have been you know at, had our eyes opened at some point when they st- did that lockdown that two-week lockdown i think we all knew that was it yeah. like yeah. our kids were never ever going back to school regular you yeah. know what i mean and life was not going i i don't see life returning to normal i think that we have to find a way to live outside of this societal uh trap that they have painted for everyone and and that's really what i think too they're trying to stop the, and again like you were saying like this mind opening for people to not be able to think for themselves because they've been told what to think and they've been told what's best for them and and the, the, the government's just going to take care of them because they've always done such a good job with that. Um, right. <laughs> um, but just uh, ask the Indians how that's how that worked out for them. Oh, absolutely. The oh, yeah. government just takes care of you. Government annihilation and genocide of their of people in general, right, worldwide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we can just look at the American government and uh, look at the way that they've behaved. I mean, like you say, you pull one little layer back from any of this, these bullshit matters. And it doesn't even have to be about the coronavirus, you know, pandemic. It could be about, you know, 9-11. It could be about, you know, who makes up the CIA and where did, where did that come? I mean, it could be so many things. And let's just look into vaccines. who owns the, the, you know, the news stations, right? Look into vaccines, just the tiniest little yeah. bit, and it all completely falls apart. And I think, yeah. I think at least people that I interact with, and I know that it's true for me. Even I think I was just telling Scott the other day, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I know I keep saying this, but like, this is really hitting home. And I'm like making new discoveries within discoveries like, oh, I'm even like I thought I was looking at the aerial shot of all this, whereas before I was just the person on the street. And now I'm like up in the sky and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of like getting up in the clouds. Like the further more that happens, the more I'm like getting this broad view and it's all yeah. coming together. And, and that's yeah. That's the hope is that we're we're able to share this with other people because those of us that are awake can unite and can have a chance to set. I mean, it's like we all talk about right. This yeah, we all want our freedoms, we want our liberties, but we're not all gonna. I mean, I'm you know 42 years old, so but I have little kids, and I don't yeah. accept this for them. I don't acquiesce no. to this for them, mm-hmm. and and I'm yeah. not okay Same. with the future that has been laid out yeah. in enslavement for them, and and so this is the hill that I came to die on. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, go back and forth with like, I'm going to plant some seeds here. But also, if you're trying to take me with you, fuck you. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. That's it. Yeah, Yeah, I want to help you. But also we can we can cut some some lines if we have to. But I mean, we're all hopefully working toward the same thing. And really, we're even those people who are so staunchly like close minded to. And I I think that was the point I was trying to get. It's so overwhelming. 
when you think, okay, well, it's not just accepting the, the treachery of 9-11. It's not just accepting, you know, the war against the Indians. It's not just accepting, you know, oh, maybe the PCR tests are wonky. You know what I mean? Like, when yeah. you really take anything apart, it's so overwhelming to, especially like, and I feel like everyone's just being red-pilled like really, really hard in eight months, right? At the beginning <laughs> of that flatten the curve thing. Like, it's being either like, you're like, I, I call it willfully ignorant. At this point, yeah. If you don't, if you're not really all the way lost to some sort of uh, delusional, you know, personality disorder, you're not lost to drugs or alcohol. I mean, truly, to not have some sort of something in the back of your head going off and red flags going off, um, that's willfully ignorant. There's no yeah. way it's it's blatantly obvious. But I think that for people to accept that, okay, this means that I literally have to examine that everything that I knew and believed and have done all my life and worked for, right? The, the lie that we were sold, we need to go to, right, what is it? We have to go to college and we need to get our doctorates. Yep. We need to get this and we need to work for the system until we die and we have to have a retirement account and invest in these companies. And, and that's all we've known. And it's super scary to think about. I mean, people are, you know, we're, we're creatures of habit. We don't like to change. I definitely yeah. don't like change. Um, Scott's looking at me. <laughs> I know, Scott. So. We're trying to get on Rockfin, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, but also in that awakening, it is empowering. It is empowering yeah. when yeah. when you can. It's like stepping out of the airplane, right? You as soon as you cross that threshold, it becomes empowering, and you become yeah. powerful yeah. with this information, and it does set you free from these invisible chains that they have been holding us down with. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, it, it occurred to me while you were saying that that it, it's like you know everyone calls us conspiracy theorists and everything, and it's like I just figured it out. What it is is that they, the government and the media and those those groups are just liars. Yeah. And we don't like to be lied to. Yeah. And we get we take it personally and it affects us. And these decisions that these things that they're doing affect us. And we know they're lying about it. And we're not going to take their their lies without doing something about it. And so that's why we're 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 that's why they hate us is yeah. because <laughs> they see us as extremely annoying yeah. that we're pointing out their quite obvious lies, yeah. their pathological lies yeah, that yeah. that impact now if it was just they lie about what the weather is going to be like tomorrow i could deal with that but when they're lying about lying us into wars yeah. or they're lying about the say the efficacy of vaccines yeah. right. and that's impacting kids uh, or they're lying about you know the what they're doing with our money or the and the drone strikes that they're yeah. like oh yeah these are big lies these are the lies that we we can't like we cannot tolerate here so 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 we're always going to be a pain in the ass to them <laughs> yeah. um, they're always going to think of us as being like um like assange mm -hmm. you know yeah. just yeah. shut them up stop talking about these inconvenient truths I'm not trying to put us in the same category as Julian Assange. So let me be very <laughs> right, right, clear yeah. about that. Um, but what I'm saying is that they view us as exposing their lies. We maybe do it on a smaller scale. He did it on a massive scale. And they don't like that. They don't want to change. They don't plan to change their behavior. Uh, it's not any of that. It's they just don't want us talking about the horrible stuff that they're doing. But we are. And we will continue to do that because like you say, it's once you, once you know this, you have an obligation to, yeah. to talk. I mean, 
that's what Berwick and I were talking about. We were, you know, it was like, we kind of have to write the book. Yeah. If yeah. we know this stuff, if we can prove what we see coming and, and how we see this thing unfolding, if we can lay out a, a convincing case and, and back it up with, with evidence, um, and we don't do that, like shame on us, mm-hmm. you know, because, because you could help somebody yeah. by, by making them aware of it, by, by talking about this, by saying, listen, this is coming. You need to get yourself out of the way. You need to take some precautions and do the, I mean, we're being, we're trying to like sound the alarm bell and say like, we've got a huge problem coming our way and right. and we might want to get that, get out of, out of a, the direct line of fire here. Yes. And, uh, and, and, you know, Look, I, I take no pleasure in it. I don't like, I don't like talking about what I see coming for this country. I I live here. I live in the United States. I was born here. I don't want to, I don't want to leave, but I don't want to live under the direction it's going. What they have planned for this, this beautiful uh, country is, is horrifying. Perverse and diabolical, wicked through. Yeah. 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 Yeah, by a, a plan that could only be dreamed up by psychopaths. Yep. Uh, yes, exactly. And 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 given the Tavistock treatment, mm-hmm. where it gets sanitized and repackaged and sold to us as the future, right? And it's hell on earth. Yeah, yeah. literally. Literally, literally. <laughs> you know literally. what I mean? Totally. It's it's that's they're selling us. Uh, a dream that is going to be a, an absolute nightmare. And we don't have to even speculate about that because you can look at Shenzhen, China exactly. to yep. see where they are with their social credit system yeah. and where we're headed. And that is something that, as David Icke would say, would make Orwell weep. <laughs> that is so dystopian yeah. and so insane that you, it strips you of your privacy and your dignity, yes. uh, and your identity, and, and and this is where we're headed uh, to to something along the same lines of what Shenzhen has with the social credit system, which is actively being outsourced and uh, sent. They they the next market was. Uh, Ecuador for it, and no doubt it'll be rolled out in uh, Victoria, mm-hmm. Australia soon. Mm-hmm. The, there's no doubt about that. I would suggest yeah. that New Zealand will be on the list, uh, pretty close behind, and probably Canada after that. So, so this is coming. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and the future is now, and the, all this crazy shit that we've been watching on Black Mirror for the last couple of years <laughs> yeah. is happening. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. That social credit <laughs> episode. I'm like, everybody. They, they, yeah, they, they but told us what was coming. <laughs> yep. On a sci-fi show that really wasn't sci-fi. Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was like a it was like uh sticking your head in like a, the looking glass and yeah. going 15 years into the future. Yeah. 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 And then they got that new Michael Bay movie, whatever the hell that is, like Bird Song or whatever. Did you see the previews for that? They're just they're just laying it out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say yeah. shout out to Pedro down in Australia. I hope you're doing good, buddy. Yeah. Man. Um yeah, Australia, wasn't that the only man. film they were letting them film in New York too? Oh God, because really? of because of the propaganda that. that it's perpetuating. Uh, yeah. I heard I heard Cuomo uh, Cuomo let that one 
that one serious? be filmed. Oh yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. So evil, man. Yeah. Um, holy smokes. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like we're up. I feel like we're up against you know. I, you know, they, they have that agenda 2030 as, as the benchmark, I feel like, um, I feel like they've ramped that up, you know, to to 2025, you know, everything has been accelerated. It seems like, seems like nothing was happening for like 10 years or so. And then, um, and then all of a sudden, boom, this year, it's like, Mm -hmm. there was a memo that went out that said, okay, uh, it's now or never. You know, get, let's give them the coronavirus corona situation. Let's start that whole thing, and then, and then cue the World Economic Forum a couple of months after that to just you know start start the sales pitch for the transformation. Totally. You know, and let's well, I would see say, if uh, if they'll buy it. I yeah. mean, there's there was the 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 decade of vaccines that was coming to a close in 2020, and it's you know I think they're they've been kind of losing that battle. Like the 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 medical freedom movement has been growing a lot with Dell and, uh, yeah. and a lot of people in that movement. So I think I almost feel like that was part of what spawned them to like, let's, let's push this thing forward, you know, yeah. and I, I don't, yeah, it's it, all speculation, it, but um, you know, once no, they I started think you, I, to, I, I think you're right. You know, once they started to though, it's, I, I feel like people are getting red pilled for a lack of a better word at a, at a faster rate than they probably anticipated. In so our they're, whole just, lives. they're pushing it. They're just mm-hmm. pushing against mm-hmm. what, what we're, what we're doing really. Yeah. 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 One of the, and I, I just had, I just had David Icke on my show. Um, in fact, it hasn't even come out yet. Uh, and we talked, we talked about that. I was saying how, you know, he, he had talked about the totalitarian tiptoe. He said it was the, uh, totalitarian hundred yard dash. Now, you know, it was how fast can we transform it? How fast can we, um, uh, can, can we get everything in place? It's like they, it's like they went to the shelf and dusted off all of their craziest, uh, <laughs> diabolical plans that they had dreamed up and yeah. said, could, I wonder if we could roll this out and, but have like a more of a coronavirus slant to it. And maybe that'll get it, you know, Oh yeah. You want to take away cash. You want to get get us into a cashless society. Let's say coronavirus is all over cash and mm-hmm. cash is super. Everybody knows cash is dirty. Anyway, let's just tell them that coronavirus like clings to it. Like, yeah, great idea cross cash off your list. Now that's going away. You know, oh, we want to roll out universal basic income so that we can get everybody, you know, hooked on the government. And then we can make all of that money, uh, you know, uh, contingent on them being fully vaccinated. We'll just use it that way. And, and we'll just say, if you don't get fully vaccinated, then you don't get your, your UBI. Oh yeah. Great idea. Let's yeah. throw all that in there too. Yeah. So it's like everything came out all at once. And that's why, like you rightfully said, people are getting red pilled at like an exponential rate because they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I might have been able to handle that, but now, now you're saying this too. And then the, the constant, constant contradiction in terms and oh, yeah. things that wait, do this, don't wear a mask. Oh, you've got to wear a mask. Oh, don't take the hydrochloric. Oh, you got to take hydrochloric. No, 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 it'll kill you. I mean this plays a psychological role. I mean, this, this does a number on people's heads yeah. and they get to a point where they throw their hands up and go, just make it stop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that's just, where we're I'll at. do yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. Just make the bullshit stop. Yeah. And, and, and that's where a lot of people are right now. Yeah. And people are, are kind of snapping that once we have the election, then everything will be back to normal. <laughs> except we don't even know what where that's going to say oh well once we have the vaccine then everything will go back to normal 
Wrong. You'll be disappointed if you think that because it's not going to go back to normal. Well, then we'll be able to take the mask. Wrong. You know, so if people are starting to realize this and they're freaking out, they're either confined to their homes or they're they're afraid they're going to lose their job or they've already lost their job or, you know, people are coming off the rails. And so it's a real dangerous time for for us as a as a as a country, you know, in, in the world in general, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a really, it's an important time, but it is like, it's very combustible. And so I, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't want to live through a civil war. I don't want to yeah. live through, it's, you know, I don't want to live through in a, a totalitarian takeover either. Mm-hmm. And so like, we're at a real pivotal time and, and where we go from here, like, is directly proportionate to the amount of bullshit we are take we take from yeah. them. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It, it's, if it's if we to- stop it collectively as a group and and like acknowledge and remember that we have the numbers and if we decide it all stops, it stops. Right. Yeah. But to get that to get that consensus, they know that. They know that if we all come to an agreement that it stops, it stops. They understand that which is the reason why we're getting constantly divided into yes. Republicans yep. and yep. Democrats and blacks and whites and riches, and rich yep. people, poor people and gay people and trans and, you know, and deplatforming de- anybody that has the truth and shutting everybody down and like, you know, right. trying to, and even trying to use social media in any kind of way, because everyone is locked in their houses to try to unite and try to have discussion. They take it down immediately. Mm-hmm. And that's the huge part of the psyop. I mean, and that, and we all know, but that's the reason behind the mass. That's the reason why when they do release this vaccine, um, it's they're not going to let you take the masks off because then people are humans again. They're not going to allow that. It's not as easy to call the cops on your neighbors if they're not humans anymore, if they're the enemy right. because they're the unmasked mm-hmm. enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so you they're not... You can't forget about the virus either, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So you know the virus is there. Yeah, that's it. That's the well, first that's thing the, yeah. totalitarian regimes do, by the way, is convince... Uh, people that one segment of the population are not human. Yep. Yes. Because when you do that, then it makes it easier to kill them. Yep. So that is, that is why the, the Vietnamese were the gooks and, you know, and the, yeah. and, and, and the krauts and, the, and you have, you have to come up with dehumanizing names, uh, the Japs and things, you know yeah. I mean? Things yep. that make yep. them lesser than uh, because then it makes it. E- so, so they've been working on that for us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. truth, oh, truth, yeah. truth. Well, it's, for, it's, you know, to, to discredit us and, and to uh, brand us as, as radioactive. Mm-hmm. And as you see a social credit system coming into, into play, We're now fucked. you can <laughs> see the ramifications of something yeah. like that, where now anybody in your circle of friends that associate, you know, in my circle of friends that are decent, you know, lawyers and doctors and all the people I went to school with, they start associating with me. Now their credit score goes yeah. down because I'm a conspiracy theorist and i'm dangerous and i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a potential uh i'm an i go to uh jeff burr i wrote a book with a guy named jeff berwick who who runs who's an anarchist who runs a anarchapulco the largest anarchist convention in the world so i must be a a part of antifa or something you know what i mean so like they all of a sudden they just paint you as this as this person and put you in a category and then it's easy to hate that whole category. So there's a, there's a really dangerous psychological component to this as well. That is uh, that of course these maniacs have thought, thought out and, and, 
and and Corbett and I talked about this in March, right when this was kicking off. And we were saying about, he was calling it medical martial law. And I yeah. was like, oh, I love that term because yeah. that's that's exactly what it is. But he was saying, wouldn't it be crazy if they they got you in the house, you know, for those two weeks to flatten the curve, they kept you in there a little longer, but you, you got your Netflix and everything. And then it went on and then they just opened the doors and said, you're free, go on out. And 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 you go about your day thinking, well, that wasn't that bad. You know, mm -hmm. I had all these yeah. things. And then yeah. and then you go a couple of months and then it gets to winter. And he said, yeah. and then they say, time to lock down again. And you go, oh, that's right. It was Netflix and popcorn and blah, blah, blah. And I got to, you know, and, and he goes, and then they got you. The and second time around, then they really lock you down. Yep. And but you've you've voluntarily gone in there and you've convinced yourself it wasn't going to be that bad because last time it wasn't that bad. He's like, what if that's what they do to you? Mm -hmm. And I'll be damned if that's what that's they're doing. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> they yep. They exactly. let us that's out. Right <laughs> they, they let us out, and then <laughs> and then now they're reeling us back in, and it's going to be for a longer period of time. And unless we unless we collectively stand up and say no, we're not participating in this insanity. Unless we do like what France is doing and, and get out into the streets and just say yeah. our 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 rights are not negotiable. Yeah, right. I'm you know? ready, man. I got. A, I ordered a megaphone. I'm ready to do this thing, dude. <laughs> there you like, go, man. Roll, we need to, you need to get the Alex Jones truck. Yeah, no. yeah, for real, dude. <laughs> totally, for real. Well, <laughs> that's that slow boot. That that slow stomp down on us. You know, like it was a two weeks to flatten the curve, which we all knew it was never going to go back. But <clears throat> I felt like that where we really lost a lot of power at standing up against this um, all at once was when they mandated us to mask our children. Mm. The government didn't <clears throat> wait till they were in yeah. school and asked teachers to pass out masks when kids came in to protect them, what they did was they used parents against their kids and they said, if you wanna leave the house with your kid, if you wanna go anywhere with your kid, you're gonna mask them. And that is where we lost a lot of ground. I mean, collectively as a nation, that we acquiesced to that, to be the arm used against our children psychologically mm -hmm. um, has been, I mean, all everything that's happening, which a myriad of things, um, but to me that, that was the entire game changer because as soon as we handed yep. them our kids, they had us. Um, and it is going to take all of us now standing up and saying yeah. exactly that. And then David Icke said, you know, the authority has no power. And I remind myself that all of the time. And I've talked to yeah. my kids. That's we don't listen to music at my house anymore, by the way. It's all just all, you know, <laughs> it's so true. Like David we wake Ike up, speeches. we do, we get in my, we get up in my bed and we're like, okay guys, how should we start our day? And then I'm like, all right, turn on the speaker. I've got David Ike coming on and we're I'm like tears rolling. And my kids are asking questions. I'm like, yes. Cause these are, they're the future. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but anyways, Absolutely. I think that we, I think that that has been one of the scariest things. Um, and that acquiescence on the part, of the next generation and making it be normal for them is where as a society we've lost big um yeah. big yeah. strides yeah and yeah. uh and it and i hate need that too i hate i hate the the normalization through advertising that i've been seeing oh. Yo, it makes me sick every single place that i go uh, even on the freeway signs, right? Yeah. Wear a mask, social distance, right? I'm yeah. driving down Interstate 5. Um, and that's instead of where it used to be the Amber Alerts. Well, there's no more Amber Alerts because everything's just about um, COVID. Laura Silsby and, took care of that. And I'm in the, you know, I had to go get new shoes. <laughs> I had to go get new shoes today. I mean, this is a classic example. My cat 
peed inside my shoes, so those were gone. And so I'm barefoot <laughs> inside the shoe store with my mask, though. Oh, um, and I, there's uh, <laughs> well, because I've been thrown out of stores in town, also. Right, listen, like, I had to get on an airplane uh, yeah. this over the Thanksgiving holiday too. I did it against my will, but man, yeah. I it, they're Gestapo. Oh, yeah. it's it's pretty. Yeah, and they see me coming a mile down the road. I feel like now, like in our town, people are like, "Oh no, it's her fucking throw her oh, out yeah. now." Like so now, I like if I want to get food, I literally so and then I the store I really got like not quite violently thrown I violently threw myself out and then as I was like trying to force my way out the doors my phone got knocked out of my hand back into the store and I was like making this big exit and there was like screaming going on it was horrible and I had to like <laughs> swallow my pride because my phone was in there and I had to pull the door back open and go in and get my phone like mm, all right then fine but um <laughs> but I'm but I'm in the shoe store and they like have whatever stupid tune, you know, you tune it out. But like this happens too if I'm getting groceries. Like every four or five minutes, they've got COVID 19 is real. Please remember to social distance. <laughs> they have Please to tell you it's real. Like, yeah. but it's it's constantly, it's in on every single store that you will go to. They're yeah. playing oh, yeah. that on the speakers, they're playing it in the mall. They've got it on the yep. freeway. It's like you can't escape it. And, and, and people are just done, like, oh, fuck it, just give me the vaccine. I don't care. And like you say, just make it yeah. stop. Make it stop. And yep. I'm like, I'm literally, I'm just like, oh, God, please. I'm just so loud. Just, oh, God, please stop with the propaganda. Yeah. I can't take it. Yeah. Yeah. Really I, good I, I don't I don't know. Did the Black Death need a public relations <laughs> yeah. department? Yeah. That's it. I, I, it seems like they really want you to know yeah. that there's yeah. a deadly virus that's killing everybody. Um, they really, really, really want you to know it's real. You know, yeah. so it's, it's, they're, they're just, uh, you know, the lady doth protest too much, methinks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just selling it a little too heavy for me. For they, for me. For it's like if it's if if it's like the plague. You don't have to tell people to go in their houses. You you know people that have died from it. That's it. You know, you know your favorite your favorite football player is dead yes. you know where are all the dead celebrities yeah. right where are, all politicians? where are all the dead from covid where yeah. are all the dead dead politicians yeah. where are all that where are they statistically yeah. speaking right shouldn't if this was a pandemic shouldn't shouldn't we see at least a couple of them drop dead no where, where are all the dead people well why don't we see people dead in the streets it's so awful right. yeah. it's so right. debilitating it's so horrific and that's the other thing too that is start it really frustrates me is the constant you know like we drive by the hospital here and they have these big signs out front, the look, our heroes, heart, heart, heart. And I'm like, can we stop with the bleeding hearts over doctors and nurses doing their jobs because they went to school to deal with these kinds of issues. That they're relabeling labeling the flu and car accidents and everything else as COVID doesn't change the fact that they're still just doing doctor and nurse things. And by the way, in every uh, hospital around the country, I'm pretty sure it's standard for nurses and doctors to say that they're short-staffed, they're understaffed, they're overworked, they're not getting enough sleep, they're stressed out. This isn't new. This isn't new. Yeah. Um, and and so again, that whole propaganda that, you know, like they kept showing New York and there's like bodies and they were having to like pack people off. And, yeah. That was such so garbage and people like literally <laughs> I, it blows my mind and I know I'm from I come from a different point of view at this point but still I feel like if I yeah. if I didn't know and I was looking at that how are red flags not going off because I'm driving around town all day and night I've been into all kinds of different businesses I'm in all kinds of different people's houses I am around people all the time where I keep saying COVID my, my not wearing a mask is going to kill you well how much longer is that going to take because oh, right we're all <laughs> we're all right I mean it's but it's but it's bizarre that the whole that that whole like inverted mind frame 
I have I have a theory on this on the doctors and nurses being treated as heroes, and that is that they want to put these people up on a pedestal like they did the troops back in 2003, yeah. you know, yeah. um, because these are the people that are going to be administering the vaccines yeah. and the military. They're going to know the, the doctors and nurses yeah. up yeah. here. Uh, yeah. They want you to see them in a way that is better than us, that they're godlike in a way they are, they are above reproach because if you see them like that, it'll be much more difficult for you to decline a flu, uh, you know, a vaccine from them when, when it comes time for them to, to sort of march that out, you know, that, and, you know, so, because they're heroes after all, I mean, I'm not kidding when I say that I, I expect fully that the, airlines you know how they'll say that when you you know for for those traveling with children under two uh or the the elderly that need additional time active service members active doctors and nurses that'll be coming put them up on that pedestal you guys can board the plane first here you go here you go you're heroes you're heroes you've got us through this pandemic uh, this pandemic that is so dangerous from this this virus that is so deadly that you have to get tested just to know if you actually even have it yeah. this that you're you're absolute heroes they're not this is this is a performance art it is yeah. this yeah. is this is this is dog shit yeah, it is. <laughs> and, yes. and 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 people is. are going along with it because they don't want to acknowledge that the emperor has no clothes. Yes. But that that is what it is. It is they, they are terrified to say what they see, which is I don't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the ones that do speak out, they shut them up right in a quick hurry, right? Yeah. And so yeah. and and I and that's the big thing too, is you know, like, you know, Bill and Melinda, the saviors. Um, I know every time that my kid has had a problem, like throughout their lives, I always call my computer programmer to to treat them and yeah. to help us, you know, figure <laughs> right. out what's what's the best course of treatment. Um, right. But but you know, she's constantly saying like, you know, well, we got to get the the frontline workers. The frontline workers are getting it first, and I'm like, and the and the black. People. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, but but why? <laughs> I know not all frontline workers are cool with this agenda, right? Yeah. Like, are, is anybody shaking in their boots? And I know that they are, but we can't hear their voices because they make sure yeah. of it. I feel this in the high wire. Well, yeah. fair. Yeah. But I mean, just in general, yeah. right? Like, you know, just on our feeds yeah. or on yeah. uh, and co- comment, you know, Melissa Floyd, you know, sure. any yeah. of that. Yeah. If we were to engage in any sort of meaningful debate with that side or that people, like we could just, like like you said, like it's just you'll go one layer deep and it all falls apart. And so, like, that's their only way that they can combat is just by shutting us up and silencing us and deplatforming yeah. us. That's the only tool that they have in their tool belt. And they wouldn't need to. I'm sorry. No. And, the, and they wouldn't need to uh, hide the other side, right? They wouldn't need to take yeah. down other information if their side was the truth. Because, and I say this all the time, but the truth stands alone. No matter how mm-hmm. much shit you bury yeah. it under, it will shine forth. It, that is the nature of truth. It cannot remain hidden. And and so, um, anyways, I, it's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, it, it it it's it's right in front of our eyes. Yeah. If you have the eyes to see it. Yes. If you don't. It's like, you know, those paintings that are like, you have to like yeah, squint yeah. your eyes and Magic you're like, eyes. oh, there's a giraffe in there, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, then every time you walk by, you're like giraffe, giraffe. I mean, you can see it every time. Mm-hmm. But right now, man, there are so many people that are looking at the picture and they're just seeing dots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just, they're just, they don't see the giraffe. 
and it's right in front of their face. And, and I hope they wake up to it. But like, I, I am also, I don't know how you guys are. I, I, I get the feeling you guys might uh, at least, if not feel the same way I do, at least understand where I'm coming from. I have been trying to talk to people for a long time about the dangers of vaccines and how they, what they're set up and just telling people there's, it's worth a, it's worth a deep dive. It's worth you looking into it. You're don't take my word for it. Yep. It's worth looking into. And I've been very, I've been very understanding and polite about people that push back on that because they believe that the medical industry is, uh, you know, uh, they were, they're already kind of godlike. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have no reason to, to think that they don't understand that the American medical industry is the third leading cause of death in America. Right. They don't know that. So they don't, they, they're not, they're not suspicious of it. I get that. Um, but right now with the COVID-19 vaccine specifically, the rushed to market Operation Warp uh, RNA ex- experimental DNA gene editing, DNA altering, RNA technology drug that's never been tested on human beings. This right now, I am starting to change my tune Mm -hmm. and I am starting to lose my patience with people. And I am starting to say things along the lines of then take the vaccine, dummy. No shit. If you think if you're if you're this ignorant Mm -hmm. of what is coming and you are this willfully blind to this clear problem that is coming right at you and you refuse to do any research into it and you refuse to listen to any alternative point of view from somebody that may actually have your best interests at heart, then be the first person in line. But I don't want to hear any complaints when you can't walk or when you shit your pants, <laughs> when, when somebody yeah. starts the car or so, I mean, what, I don't, whatever this thing does to you. Yeah. What if it causes you I to lose empathy for your fellow man? I'm not interested in, I'm not interested in hearing about your problems with it. Yeah. You, That's it. You, too bad. Yep. Dummy. Yep. You should have, you should have used your brain. Yes. You should have not outsourced your critical thinking to the media. Yeah. yeah. Yep. or to your government yep. or to big pharma, yeah. like take some responsibility for your own actions. Like, so, so I'm frustrated with what the government in conjunction with big tech uh, has and big pharma has, has done to us or what they're doing to us. I am very upset about that, mm-hmm. yeah. but I'm also, it, I'm not as upset, but I am still upset with, with the general public. Yeah. Like, yeah. We have a responsibility to get our shit together and wake up to this stuff. Like mm-hmm. the time for for letting the media tell you how to think is over. Yes. You, you you this is this is serious business where we are right now. And everybody's going to need to do some thinking. They're going to need to get their heads out of their asses and actually understand what's happening to them. Uh, and if they are unwilling or unable to do that, then then they are going to be slaughtered in yes. this. Yeah. I mean, quite literally, quite literally, literally, like, quite literally it. slaughtered. You in talk this. about it a little bit in the book and we've talked about it a little bit too. And I don't, I don't mean to cut you off there, but like, like just like the example, like the Deagle, deagle.com, right? Like, like right. the analytics website where they're putting out. So obviously they have a data set and access to information that we don't have. And they're like reporting on it. Um, and they're calling for like an almost like, what is it like a, from going from 330 million us citizens down to, to 99, million, like within the next five years. To 99 million by yeah. 2025. Yeah. 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 That was, that was their projection in 2015. Yeah. So 
And it wasn't just the US, it was a lot of the Western mm-hmm. uh, countries. It was France and it was the UK and it was mm-hmm. Canada and it was Australia. It was, it was the five eyes, <laughs> yeah. you know? And it's like, okay, what do they know that we don't know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I know people have said, Oh, that's, it's bullshit. But it's not bullshit. Right. It's a real company. That's what they do. They're, yeah. they're like a consulting firm that consults for the military. Yeah. And this information was out there and I have it. And a lot of people have yeah. it. It is, it is what they put out now they could be wrong and I hope they are, yeah. but, but they are not bullshit. Yeah. So it, th- there's an agenda yes. that is, that is being, you know, told to us like sold to us. And, um, we, we, we have to be aware of what they're trying to do. And, and there I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm at this point with the vaccines where I'm just, I'm just kind of not willing to invest my time or energy into people that are, that are not interested in, in changing or, or, or listening to this entertaining the idea of a different school of thought than what the corporate media, if you're not interested in, in an alternative view, then you do your thing and I'll do my, and you want to wear a mask, go wherever you go, two of them on Sunday, (laughs) none of my business. Okay. You do your thing, but I'll tell you what, don't come and tell me what to do. You understand? Because you, you didn't do the, you didn't do your homework. Yeah. And we did, and we have a different outlook and that's, you're entitled to yours and that's totally fine. But don't, don't come saying that I signed some social contract to better the herd and to uh, do, do my part and have to participate in this collective insanity. No, thank you. I did not sign up for that. And I do not, I, I do not uh, consent to that bullshit. Nope. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I feel like maybe that's a function. My, my lack of, um, I don't know, patience or compassion is, is a, is a function of feeling like there's a lack of time left. Yes, yes I you agree. Know, that's everything is getting sort of condensed and I have no more time for the bullshit. You know what I'm talking about? So, yeah, right. so get in or get out yes. on this stuff. And, and I'm right you know, there too. That's exactly uh, yeah, so where I'm at now. That's, we, I've we lost talk about okay. this regularly. Yeah, like I, like I was just saying. I think last week when I was just like, I'm to that point now where I'm like, you know what? If they the, to the willfully ignorant who are literally like buddy, like I, I'm trying to help you save your life. We're talking yeah. about life and death. We're talking yeah. about your ability to safely identify with who you are and what you have. Your your ability to to have an intact family unit where you decide how your children are brought up and what values are instilled in them and what kind of chemicals or not get pumped into their bodies. Um, and, right. and if you would like to lie down for the tyranny, if that makes you feel better, that's fine but off you fuck because I'm going to save me and mine and I'm not, I'm not going to continue to waste my effort, my energy or the, or the light that is within me for people who are staunchly just running for the cliff as fast as they can go. Okay. Then, then that's where you go. And it's like, you say, but I'm, but I don't consent and Mm -hmm. I'm not going with you. Okay. If that's the, that's the cliff you're going to die on, but this is the hill that I'm going to die on. Um, and, and it's not going to be there. And I, and I want to have as many people as possible to be saved from this and be awakened from this. And then it really goes back to, I mean, the PSYOP didn't just start, right? I mean, this is obviously, I mean, this has been, this, this wasn't an accident. This has been many, many decades in the planning. Um, but you know, if you look at how they've infiltrated, um, 
into public schools, you know, we're looking at, you know, adults now, like we talk about not having critical thinking skills and not questioning things and not researching. Well, they set us up that way. They made sure of that through yeah. the mass public school system to make sure that they don't question things. They and they make sure they squash their personalities. They squ they want to make sure that they're in younger and younger that they, they just sit there and be still completely out of uh, normal psychological development for these age groups and that they just repeat. And now with Common Core, it's even worse. And everybody knows only what they're allowed to know, and you only repeat what it is you're told to repeat. And, and now with the political ideology being fed and forced into the school system, and children are so impressionable, we all know this, and now they've got their peers and their teachers coming down on them with this deep state, this elite agenda to corrupt and pervert them from the ability to have discernment. And that's why we have a whole lot of us grown-ups, not us, um, <laughs> who cannot think and will not think for themselves. It's so foreign. It's so foreign for people to think about research. That's such a big, you know, over, it, it's overwhelming. It's a lot, but it, but I always say like, it doesn't take much. Like all you have to do is have a seed of maybe, maybe I don't need to run for that cliff. Like you don't have to agree with everything I say. I'm not right. I'm right about most things that I say. But, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you Maybe know, all you have to do is like puzzles. Do you like puzzles? Yeah. Do you like solving mysteries? Good. Do you like, do you like, uh, you know, uh, Ironside, you know, did you like, a, hey, come here. Do you like, uh, do you like uh, first 48? You want to see him solve a murder? You wanna, yeah. Come, come dig into some of these conspiracy topics. Right. See if you can solve them. See if you can figure out what's going on and yeah. get people in that way too. That's I mean, I, that's part of, that's part of my one thing that I know that I like, I like trying to see if I can figure out how, how it all went down and, yeah. and, and, they solve this puzzle and, and, and what you, you were talking about, how this being a psychological operations, like decades in the making, like it's, it's a, it's an interesting thought exercise to think about when this all started and how this all came, it came to be. And, and clearly they didn't know that they would use a coronavirus, but they knew that they would use some sort right. of biological agent. And when, when was this all set up and who was involved and where is it going? And it's, 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 it's important for us to to figure this out, but it's also interesting to it figure is. out as well. Yeah, it's, so, it's almost like so there's a. I just had this thought too. It's kind of, it's kind of almost like like Star Wars, right? Where George Lucas made <laughs> like back in the day, he he started with like Episode Four, right? Because right. he knew like Episodes One, Two, and Three were going to require a lot more advanced computer special effects software that he had access to at the time. So he knew he was going to make that later in the future when the technology was better. So maybe it's yeah. kind of like that, where it's like, okay, we got this plan, but we got to wait until the technology's better to roll yeah, it out, sort of thing. Totally. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and that technology is the internet <laughs> and the mainstream media. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, social media. Sure. Yeah. Social and social media. media. Yeah. 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 Facebook yeah. is and, the and, absolute devil of uh, of yes. of our humanity. I mean, yeah. Facebook. What Twitter is at the other yeah, yeah. one, yeah, yeah. but Facebook in particular, because I'm lost on Facebook, yeah. but I'm awakened and lost on Facebook. Yeah. But it, but it's I'm I'm constantly like screenshotting stuff and sending it to our like our group chat. And Scott's always like, oh, you can't listen to stuff. I'm like, I'm not listening to him. I'm just saying, like, like, I know that this is bullshit. But, like, this is what they're pumping into everybody yeah, else yeah. who doesn't know. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, yeah. my eyes are, like, pop popping out of my head. I'm like, oh, wow, how, how is anybody still, like, on board with <laughs> It, any of this yeah. like why are we not all literally just hands down on the table and and walk away yeah. and at the end of the day I mean, it's because they made us believe we can't leave our houses safely we can't get together safely we can't take those masks off i mean i'm in public 
you know, trying to buy something. And how often I'm like, what did you say? What, how many times yeah. we're holding our mask out away from yeah. our face so we can be heard to the, right? right? I mean, that's, that's on purpose. It's, it's without the mask, there would be no nothing, right? The mask, it's like right. Ed is always saying, it's, it's the visual representation of that which they're trying to save us from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because yeah. without the mask, yeah, then we, what we've yeah. got is just, you know, the hospital workers, which, you know, yes, it's great. And I've said this before, like, I'm not a huge, like, I don't think that, that doctors and, you know, people in medical professions are the gods that our society has made them out to be. I don't mm -hmm. think that they're, they're any more important to, to society than anybody else. And I think that that's kind of been this huge discrepancy, at least in my interactions with them in my life and my interactions oh. with them with my children. Like, um, you know, thank God we haven't had anybody like snap a collarbone or like need, you know, like major surgery. But when I was younger, I needed major surgery. And thank God I had these amazing surgeons that were able to like help me. But, um, but we don't need uh, doctors that are trained to um, essentially, uh, they're treating people's symptoms, right? Doctors yeah. do that. They treat symptoms. They, by and large, they're not healers. Doctors are not healers. And doctors are schooled by people who own Big pharma, yeah. um, and and so this, these aren't hard connections to make. We need to you order know? lab no. coats and start doing our. our is that what it is? That's what we need. Oh, lab yeah. okay, the lab coat yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as the vaccine thing though goes, you know, like if this was a year ago, then we were allowed to have that disagreement. You could take your time, and we could be disagree, disagree, and be no big deal. But yeah, we're at that right. point now where where is okay. You can disagree, but see ya. But now it's almost not not only that, but like just to, to see how politicized and and polarized the whole thing has become. It's like you know it, it's insane. So like we have gone to, up to Salem, the capitals, on several occasions for you yeah. know these yep. lockdown protests. But these lockdown mm -hmm. protests, like like they're the last one we went to, they're just big Trump rallies. Everyone's got their Trump sign, and there's nothing more right. polarizing in the known universe than, than a Trump flag, right? And so right. it's just like it's just like you guys, can we just put the Trump flags away and like all come together on this fucking bullshit lockdown yeah, shit? Come like, on, what the hell is going on here, <laughs> man? For real, you know? And you got Black Lives Matter circling the block like with their trumpets yep. and stuff like that, and it's like, and it's like you guys, <laughs> we're all fighting the same people over the same like oppression, but we just need to. Oh, so frustrating yeah. and so yeah. and, and and so like it's it's to that point and it's so deliberate it's so deliberate and it's never been clearer you know it's like yeah. those of us that are fighting for freedom like we're the bad guys like it's so insane i don't get it's, it people it's fighting for their right enslavement down. and that yeah. is a total uh you know that's that's like that the whole i mean i've survived domestic abuse and i can say like from a standpoint of a woman escaping a situation like that versus a human being living in a society that's doing that to its people the gaslighting the manipulation the yeah. control the you know so I, I give like you said i give you safety right here but let me fucking ruin your life over here and let me let me pick you up a little bit here and show you how i'm for you and let me cut your legs out from underneath you here and make you, it you be it. that it's for your own good, you know what I mean, and it and it's yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's we have a we have a a very unhealthy relationship with our government. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, we have a, we're in an abusive relationship with our government we are. for sure, yeah. and yeah. they are psychological abusers, yes. and the things that they do are. Uh, deliberate and on purpose and meant to destabilize us and yes. keep us in fear of them. And it's tactics that work very, very well. Oh, yeah. um, that's why they us, do it. It makes us think that they have control and, and, right. and that they have the, I mean, again, they've, they've been, especially our elected officials, right. We've entrusted them to make, uh, you know, we've entrusted them to make decisions on our behalf for our best interests. 
and that is where it's supposed to end. Um, we did not uh, empower them to remove our freedoms, our rights, and our liberties yeah. under this tyrannical banner of, well, it's for your best interest, and shut up, and don't you speak, like Cuomo <laughs> talking to right. people. I'm just like, why is, I, I, like, I, I'm not advocating anyone should hurt him, but I'm just surprised. <laughs> I'm, a I'm just surprised too. that nobody's I mean, pulled him York. out of his friggin' house by now, or, or Newsom either. Like, how, right? How are they not sick and dying of COVID? I've seen them, like, lunching with people without their masks on. I've seen Pelosi out and about. Like, how, <laughs> how, how come they're Rangers. okay? How did that happen? It's the adrenochrome, it's, I think. Maybe. Oh. I think it might be. They, they go the they go the correct direction down the store aisles. That's why they. Don't oh, come. That's what it is. Yeah. Dang it. And I'm always trying to go the wrong direction because I get confused. I know Corona knows the direction. I mean, and and and, and we're obviously joking about this, yes. but this is part of a psychological operation of destabilization where they, they get you to believe the most ridiculous things. And once they've got you to believe that your brain, your brain is broken. Yeah. You're, 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 you'll fall for anything. So you, you, and you come to this realization that I believe in magic. Mm. I believe in, I believe that coronavirus will come out at 10 Oh one at this restaurant <laughs> uh, or at this bar, but not at this restaurant or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to wear a mask on down. the airplane, <laughs> but if I have a drink in front of me, I could take the mask off and I'm in a flying tube. That's got recirculating air, you know, like when they used to have the smoking and non-smoking sections right. on airplanes yep. and everything. And, and we're pretending like the smoke isn't going to go into the, I mean, this is magical thinking and right. insanity. Yeah. I got, <laughs> and, I got and it's like out. a collective delusion. Yeah. Everybody's participating in it. Yeah. And I want to just be like, what the fuck is wrong with all of you people yeah. snap out of it yeah. like can't you see this and yeah. and and by thinking that or having this fantasy of me screaming this you know mm. i'd be the one taken away yeah yeah in handcuffs yes yeah. Yes. That and that that's the inversion. That's the twisted oh, yeah. bit, right? Yeah. Like everything that is logical and in truth and based in something that has uh any degree of light to it is completely like you say it's been flipped on its head to where we're the targets now. Yeah. We're the like no yeah. and and the fact that people like the whole I like anytime anyone says that that's dangerous to say I, I had somebody say that to me well that's dangerous and i'm like what in what way how right. since when did free thought and free speech become dangerous because i'm not i'm not advocate i'm not a, a violent person right i'm not antifa out burning you know the no. the streets down um so how is it and so that again that's that narrative people are repeating oh that's dangerous well tell me why why is it dangerous? What Because if I tell you what I see playing out based on the facts and the information I have, I can tell you why what you're doing is dangerous. Now, you tell me how what I'm saying is dangerous. It's, give me your reasoning, and nobody can. Because they're just, no. they don't, they're not thinking for themselves. Yeah. And, it, no. and yeah, so. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real fascinating case study on how societies function that we are so easily manipulated. We're all, we all have to admit it. We're yes. all so easily manipulated by the media. Yes. And, um, and, and, and that comes in a, a couple different flavors now with social media and things like that too. So, so we get triggered, we get manipulated, we get our, our brains controlled and it is, uh, I mean, it's, it's horrible of course, but it's also, it's, it's fascinating to watch how they're doing it to us and how they're, they're, you know, that those memes that went around or still go around with the NPCs, mm -hmm. you know, th that is so real 
you know, there's so many people that are like these NPC brain, you know, like car, like gray characters. They're like automatrons, you know, yeah. like yeah. non-thinking uh, people just kind of uh, functioning in society without a thought in their head, you know? And it's, it's, it's crazy. It makes me think that like, <laughs> like when Elon Musk is talking about chances that we live in a simulation, I'm like, I- I'm starting to think he might be on something here. Yeah. Yep. Yep, totally. You know, like these are the bots that are like, added to the game that just kind of walk in a predictable pattern and, and and they they say the same thing that the tv tells them to say and they go to the same places and they vote the same way and they and and i don't even know if they're real yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, that is very debatable yeah. very yeah. debatable totally. man oh man oh man man i could go on for hours and hours and hours but man uh, i don't know me too charlie man do you have any final thoughts here well look i I think we're, we're all in agreement that we don't like the direction things are headed and we, and, and also that we don't have all the answers, but if we, if we, if we simultaneously try to wake as many people up to what we see coming in, in this, this dark agenda that they have while also trying to find solutions in the process, I think we have a better, we stand a better chance to, to head this thing off. Um, I will demand thank yous and apologies from all of these NPCs <laughs> after we save the world, of course. Right. But, yes. but, 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 uh, you know, they'll never know how close they came to utter destruction yes. because the p- plan that these people have for us is, is coming unless we stand up against it Yes, and we should try like we will have no respect for ourselves if they steamroll us and we never even gave it a shot. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. So now's the time to sort of like uh, do something about it. And I appreciate you guys. I appreciate yeah. what you're doing and, and, and the activism that you're taking and the, and the show and for having me on the show to spout my flavor of insanity all over the place. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm with you in the sense that I, I'm, I feel like this combination of like inspiration for like wanting to wake people up, but like, and simultaneously like this, deep frustration with how collectively asleep everyone has allowed themselves to get, you know, and but I, but I just want to ring the bell, you know, I just louder and louder and louder because hopefully it'll, it'll wake them up. And, and if it does, it does. And if it doesn't, well, you know, then I, then I'll at least know that I, I tried and did what I could to, to wake them up. Right side of history, man. Um, So, Charlie, where can they find the book and where can they find you? You can find the book, uh, The Controlled Demolition of the American Empire on, oh, nice, uh, on uh, Amazon. And uh, also The Octopus of Global Control is my first book. It's on Amazon as well. If you like the digital copy, you can come through my website to uh, to get it that way. And my website is theoctopusofglobalcontrol.com. Uh, Twitter. I'm on at macroaggressions and my podcast is called macroaggressions as well. It's on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, 
uh, YouTube and David Ike's platform called Iconic. Iconic. So I'm yep. I'm out there. Awesome, man. So awesome. And wow. we probably every week plug your podcast. So, so, so oh, we'll say that, but, thank but, you. Uh, well, that's why, why my numbers have been going up. I appreciate that. I was, I was in the mall the other day, and I took my kids to get, we were getting Christmas clothes for a Christmas photo. And so my daughter's uh -huh. wearing a Trump mask. Because <laughs> we love to troll. We love to troll. With, with the Trump. Because if they're going to force me into it, yeah. damn it, they're going to look at what they don't want to see. Yeah. And I'm wearing my InfoWars mask, and this woman comes up to me, and she's, well, she comes up to my daughter first, and she's like, thank you for wearing that mask. I'm so, like, we're like in the middle of Eugene, Oregon. She's like, I can't even believe someone's wearing that mask. And I'm, and then, like, I turn around because someone's talking to my kid, and she's like, is that is that InfoWars? And so we start talking, and so she's talking about Charlie Robinson. She's talking about what? Ricky Verandas. And I'm yeah. like, in the middle of Eugene, Oregon, did you just walk up to me and, like, start talking? But, like, it was, like, the like a really beautiful moment. We were in masks, unfortunately, but it, like the connection was real. <laughs> right. That's so funny. I'm so, I'm so flattered. Yeah, like, it was really gotta... cool. She straight away, it was so funny. She was like, and Charlie Robinson, I was like, oh, all right, all right. You and I are going to be friends. Let's exchange phone numbers. So. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm flattered and humbled. You know, I'm, uh, I got, I'm, I'm, my first wife was from Eugene, Oregon. Oh, wow. really? <laughs> Cool. Yeah, we got. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got. We got married in Portland at that nice. Edgefield, wow. small that world. crazy haunted haunted hotel. You know that Edge oh, McMinnon. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Edgefield, yeah. Okay. yeah, man, that place is super scary. Really, wow. kind yeah. of a trippy place for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. Look, I'm. I'm doing what you guys are doing. I'm just trying to to get the get the word out there and yeah. do what I can. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Great, man. If it works, awesome. well, you, it works, you you you. So played a part in red pilling the three of us oh, yeah. so, sure. so. Oh, yeah, well very, then very... i then it has been a success because yeah. um because you, you know how this stuff goes you put it out there and you yeah. hope that people connect with it and when if they do and when they do and they they come back and tell you about it you're like holy moly this is yeah. this is great this is fantastic i'm so i'm so you know i can't imagine what it would be like to be someone like um like I met Graham Hancock about a year ago and um, it, someone who sold 10 million yeah. books, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like what that's like, I yeah. know what it's like to sell, you know, many fewer multiples of that <laughs> and, and, and to have, <laughs> and to have someone come up and say like, Oh, will you sign this book? And I'm like, Oh my God, of course I would. Mm -hmm. And then I go and I, and I meet Graham at, um, at this bookstore here in Denver. And, um, and there's, you know, he, he has people there. He's signing books till 1130 at night, you know, there's just an endless line of people yeah. for him to sign books that are into it. And it's like, that would be really cool that, that, that many people like took your, the information that you put out there and in, in my case, book form and podcast, you guys podcast, you know, he took that information and like, it, it's in their brain and it yeah. matters to them, you know, and they, and they wanted to tell you about it. Like that's, yeah. that's just the coolest thing ever. So yeah. Like, yeah. Right on Charlie. Well, thank you so much, thank brother. You so we'll, much. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks guys. Yeah. We'll see you at the next union for we sure. Really appreciate you yeah. being here and talking with us tonight. Thank you so much, Charlie. Yeah. Thanks guys. Cool. Bye. Right on. Oh, fucking... God damn it, Megan. You fucking killed yeah, me. Yeah, you did so good. <laughs> Charlie could barely keep up with you. Sorry, I cut, I cut him off a couple times, but he took it in stride. No, he, that was fucking.
fucking fantastic. Like I, I could not have imagined our first episode first because we will do it again. Episode with Charlie going any better than that. Okay, couldn't listen, imagine. When we brought Ricky on, I know for sure I didn't say a word to Ricky, but like the whole time I was like sweating, puddle of yeah. sweat, stressed out, his heart beating, and now I'm just like. I'm not even intimidated by him at all. I'm just yeah. going to say whatever yeah. I like well, yeah. any better. It's so <laughs> it is. So I mean, you look back at like when we did Ricky, it's like we're like, so tell us about how you got into podcasting. We got into We're like, we're like, fuck the world. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I remember, so you remember that? Remember that when we were sitting there and like you were having such a hard time or like, Megan, just fast forward like six months from now, you're going to be, we're going to be on with Charlie. Like literally. Probably, but it does help you be like, it, let it Charlie me, talk. But it helps. <laughs> to like preface it too like when yeah. I can just look at a guest and be sure. real and be like I'm, I'm probably going to fuck this up so just bear with as soon as that I helps. put it out it yeah. totally helps That's I don't great. know it's, it's just like my awesome. process but everyone's so been great. cool with it I think it helps I think it helps uh, me personally yeah. too okay I, I, seriously yeah. I do I think we just kind of like get on this Brace we get, a, we get a, on a good level playing field right off the bat yeah, yeah. Like for we're sure. all doing this thing together yeah and fuck that was that was fucking badass yeah that was fucking badass with Charlie Robinson wow yeah Fucking a. What is going on here? What, what the fuck? I think, we are, I, think we, I think we are in a simulation, seriously, yeah. because that didn't really just happen. That, that couldn't totally have just happened. I right? told Scott, though, this, like, and this is just like a random thing, but when we went to the uh, the Freedom Cells, yeah. Yeah. like, I'm looking back at that shit, and I feel like this deja vu, like, I knew some of those people mm. before. Really? Like, I feel, fu- like, I know, like, it, maybe it sounds weird, but, like, I'm like, fuck, like, I feel like I've known these people before. I don't know if maybe I met them another time or if yeah. there's just something, maybe or if the matrix the is kind of coming down around, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't fucking know. But like, I like, I'm starting to feel like, like, I mean, I've said this the whole thing. Like we all were brought together. Everything led up to this, you yeah. know, our whole life like, have been preparing us for this. Literally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, but like mm-hmm. this, just like little things like that. I'm like, yeah. Like he had to, he had to, like there was this uh, what was that guy that you because they made us pair up at one oh, yeah, point. That was, that was like, interesting. We had to like look in each other's eyes. Yeah, he had this like, like after, middle after eastern guy bath, or something. Like, yeah. After the gong bath, like it was like you know like we were all like whew, cleansed and like that was a trippy experience. Like yeah, super weird. Bath was and then afterwards amazing. it was like and then they just, just had you like sit there across from somebody and then just stare into their eyes. Like, you were just staring there like some random stranger. And just stare in their eyes, and then like she she did this whole thing. Like imagine that this person has all the same love that you have, and this person has all like look at this person. This fucking trippy. So you're and saying then, they were brainwashing? And, and you then, then no, 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 I don't know if it was like this life, but I've interacted with him. Yeah, wow. I like, felt like I felt like and like there's like, like there's other people there that like the the other guy that was um, presenting the other Middle Eastern guy that was like yeah. presenting that yeah. like I feel like I've seen him before. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Well, it's like and like how Charlie was saying about like the book release and how that all went down like yeah. timing wise, and I yeah. think that that's true of like everything that we do too, yeah. like with with our project. Um, is that everything is like in its exact perfect timing, the mm-hmm. way that it needs to be happening for the for the bigger picture. That even though we all hope for something and we all have our minds at something, but like there's larger powers at play that are yeah. like that has in my in my feeling that have their hands in this. And so like he's saying like, oh, I was so worried we weren't going to get out in time. And like the whole time he's talking, I'm like, I bet he's about to say that like that it came out in the perfect timing yeah. for the situation sure. at hand. Sure. And I, I feel like yeah. that that happens. So like sure. that's yeah. similar, you know, like yeah, that synchronicity totally. and the way that it's supposed yeah. to be. But no, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is all just, there's shit bigger than us going on. guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Bigger than all you two. But, um, yeah. but this us. is, 
but we're in the right place. We're in the right That's place. for sure. You guys, we just talked to Charlie Robinson. That was badass. Wow. Do we, need to do one of those, do we need to do one of those, like, uh, wrap it up, like, intellectual yeah. process? Yeah, this, all right, let's Are we still recording? Yeah. All, all this what is going the? in. This okay. is all going in. All right, all right. This is all going in. Well, I feel like I shouldn't call people out specifically, like I did from the... That's all right. I can edit that out. It's all good. Okay, let's edit that out. Scott, you don't like to edit anything out. I love how you think. I'm like, I'm gonna edit it. I was like, I used to sit by him editing, and I'd be like, take out that one expression that I'm making. He's like, no, it's fine. I'm like, take it out. I'll do it. I'll edit it later. Anyways. Jesus. Wow, guys. Well, uh, we are, what can I say to that? So, we just spoke to Charlie Robinson. What an amazing human. Um, Please go and find him at Macroaggressions. Support him. Get his book. Get the book, dude. Totally get the book. Yeah. And, uh, Support him. And, yeah, I mean, I just, again, with Charlie Robinson, I just want to say, like, for me, he puts it all together so well. Like there are people, there's your James Corbett's there and Charlie Robinson put in the same category. They, they can put these things together so well. They match the world economic forum and the agenda 2030s. And they, they know the characters and just how they say it. Like I really encourage you guys just his last like five episodes have been fire. Like get on it. Seriously. Totally. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so very much for sitting in with us. And he's going to have David Icke. Sorry. He's he's having David Icke on his show. What the hell, man? They're they're buddies, dude. He's on Iconic. I know. I know. But, like, dude, like, I can't wait for that. When, so yeah. Anyways, okay. sorry for no, 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 sorry. Um, and please do go and find us at truezilla.org. We have yeah. a lot of amazing stuff, and we've been uh, Scott primarily has been building uh, our web page, but we contribute. We're, we're working on it. We're working but on it. But there's a there's a lot of amazing things happening on there. Um, really, the really coolest good part. Really cool is the documentary. Go to our favorite do- documentaries. The yeah. documentaries, right? Yeah. So, anyways, truezilla.org. And uh, until the next time, I am Megan sitting here with my dear friends Scott and Ed, and we wish all of you in a Sexual prosperity. Good night. Pew 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 pew